Mama! Hello, dear. Pay the cab, will you, honey? I need to get off my feet before they swell up like a couple of blowfish. Mother! What are you doing here? I came to see if you were still alive. You haven't called me in I don't know how long. Why, hello, Tina. Mrs. Peters. Oh, boy. Oh, nice. Well, I see you're both still alive, so I'll just turn around and go home. Just let me catch my breath. My heart's been acting up all morning. Oh, look, Francie. She brought her dog. You're breaking my arm. I'll... I'll just go pay the cab. I'll just go with her. Tina, darling, put my little muffins here in the laundry room, will you? She's been airsick all morning, poor thing. <sighs> Lovely. Mother! You didn't tell me you were bringing Uncle Maury? He insisted on coming. You know you've always been his favorite niece. She's his only niece. Where's the bar? I'm afraid your Uncle Maury had a little too much to drink on the plane. Get him a cup of coffee, will you, dear? Make it a hot buttered rum and hold the butter. It ain't good for you. Is that so? Tina, honey, if you'll just pull the insoles out of my shoes and put them in the refrigerator with a little baking soda, they'll be good as new in a few hours. Oh, no, no problem. I'll just lay them on the pie. Here you go, Uncle Maury. Why, thank you, sweetie. You're looking pretty. Thank you. It's sweet of you to come with Mother. Ah, not at all, dear. You know how I've always enjoyed your mother's company. Maury! You're spilling that all over my daughter's chair, you idiot! Um, how's Benjamin and the family? Your brother's doing just fine, considering he didn't marry that cute little Molly Lane like I told him to. Honey, you've really put on weight, haven't you? Don't. Molly couldn't stand Benjamin, mother. Uh, why do you say I've <clears throat> put on weight? Oh, honey, I barely recognized you. What size bra are you wearing now? You didn't get implants, did you? Mother! Ixnay the eight-way. You know, the women in our family have always had big breasts. Oh, no, I'd say they're higher than that. Uncle Maury! Oh, sit down, Maury. You're making me dizzy. I can't believe you're still wearing your hair long, Francine. I like my hair long. Older women shouldn't wear their hair long, dear. It makes them look hard. <sighs> Mother, I'm 26 years old. I'm not an older woman. And trust me, she's not hard either. Sorry, cheap shot. I can do better. You grew up in that house by the power lines, didn't you, Tina? It's probably the extra weight that makes you look different, honey. Probably just water retention. Are you getting enough roughage? I am not having this conversation. I'll go make some sandwiches. I'll help you. No, I'll get it. You help mother with her blowfit. I'm, uh, feet. Nothing for me, Francine. I'm still nauseous from the trip. Maury, help her, will you? My pancreas has been gurgling ever since we left Nashville. Certainly. Say, so you wouldn't happen to have any Bloody Mary mix, would you? You know, they say the first sign of stroke is the smell of chicken. Okay, um... Oh, Camille, what's...
what's keeping you? Camille. That's code for I'm dying here. We better get back in there. You carry the chips. Say, you know these would go great with tequila and lime? You wouldn't happen to have a bottle, would you? We really don't need the lime. So tell me, Tina, are you still dating girls? Francine! Here we go! Sandwich and chips. Mother, what would you like? I'd like your father to stop running all over Europe with that trashy redhead. That's what I'd like. Well, I have ham or turkey. Wait, what? Mr. Peters ran out on you? When? Last summer! Oh, it makes me sick to think about it. Why is it the day a man turns 50, he turns into a complete... I don't think turning 50 has anything to do with it. Um, pickle, Uncle Marty? Uh, thank you, sweetie. Have you tried these marinated in beer? They're quite remarkable. Most men snap out of it in a year or two, Mom. He'll be back. You wouldn't happen to have a beer, would you? Well, he's burned that bridge with me. I'm not having anything to do with him after he's been with that woman. Why, I could catch AIDS! <gasps> Mother, please! Well, I could! It could be domestic, you know. <laughs> I'm not picky. <clears throat> How long can you stay, Mother? Just for the weekend, dear. My ladies' group meets on Monday, and I'm in charge of the guest speaker. Who did you get? Libby! Not Aunt Libby. She's not gonna talk about her UFOs, is she? Well, who's to say it didn't happen? Libby's always said UFOs kidnapped your Uncle Reb and sent him back as a Boston Terrier. Excuse me? Oh, it's true. Old Reb used to stand on the porch every night and shoot at him. Poor Libby would yell at him, Don't do that, you fool! You'll just make him mad! Sure enough, one day Reb just up and disappears without a trace. Libby said it must have been the UFOs come and got him. Personally, I think the drunkard just fell into a ditch somewhere. Yeah, it could happen to anybody. Then, one year to the day, this dog shows up on Libby's doorstep. Libby says she knew he was Reb because he had that same one droopy eye. Huh. Libby took him in, of course, but she has to watch him constantly. Reb always did fancy himself a ladies' man. She's having a hard time keeping him away from Mrs. Gilbert's poodle. Naturally. Oh, Lord, please tell me I'm adopted. Sounds like as good a marriage as any to me. Well, Libby seems happy. Reb was always so bossy. Now, whenever you mention Reb, she leans over and smacks that poor dog with the newspaper. Whack! <laughs> To tell the truth, I've never seen her happier. <laughs> well, I haven't. Mother, please don't tell that story to anybody else. People will think our family's crazy. You have nothing to be ashamed of, dear. Remember, you're registered with the Daughters of the Revolution. A toast to the D.A.R. Hair, hair. Mari, put your toupee back on. Don't just sit there for God's sake. Give me something to drink, quick, before I have to swallow this damn rug.
Good evening, ma'am. I hate this town. Veronica? Yes, ma'am. Left a perfectly good city. Come to the stinking hellhole. I am not happy about it. Yes, ma'am. Stand be at the hotel? Yes, ma'am. She brought in Mr. Digman as you requested. Mrs. Parker, welcome to the Florence. Your penthouse suite is prepared and waiting. And you are? Tony Olioni, the owner of this establishment, at your service. And the decam I asked for? Unfortunately, we were unable to locate a bottle of the 1812. However, we did find an 1811 Napoleon Grand Cognac. We had it floating this afternoon. Not for me, you didn't. Good evening, ma'am. Hello, Samantha. Where is he? In the spare bedroom, ma'am. With Tambi. Ma'am. How are you, sweetheart? I'm well. Thank you, ma'am. Well, Mr. Digman. I asked you to do a simple job. Parker? Mrs. Parker to you, dead man! Mrs. Barcy Parker. You've been listening to Strangers in Paradise, book two, I Dream of You by Terry Moore, adapted by Thomas DJ. Produced by Thomas DJ and Chris Honeywell. Sound design by Chris Honeywell. Nicole Tompty was Francine. Lauren A. Kennedy was Kachu. Liz Hanley was Mrs. Peters. Maury Clorhammer was Uncle Maury. Anna Crawford was Darcy. Amy Riddle was Tamby. Vanessa Van Zare was Samantha. And Eugene R. Hendricks was Digman. Music provided by Jim Moon and the Eldritch Light Orchestra. This is a fan work produced with the cooperation of Mr. Moore, done solely out of love for the property we lay no claim to the rights or characters. Please read the original series and other works by Mr. Moore available through abstractstudiocomics.com. For information on this and other upcoming projects, please visit us at 8tw.ninja. Good night!